Hey everyone, it's Venture Brothers Season 2. Uh, we're back at it again. Just- Spencer's your first time seeing new Venture Brothers content in two years. Yeah, 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 it's been quite a while. I've been excited for this for a very long time because you guys have hyped this show up like it's crazy. Great show. It's a very good Gotta show. say, it's a good show. This yeah. is the most fun I've had watching a season of TV for this podcast in months. Wow. Wait, yeah. oh, oh, I thought you were going to say, like, ever. No, no. Not ever, but, but yeah. months. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's good. It was a very easy uh, 13 no. episodes it was a, to watch. It was a fun coincidence. I was watching this, like, last week, just without thinking. So I just, like, yeah, I only watched half the season because I had just watched half this of it. This like... definitely is not my favorite season. I think that's that's pretty easily season four. But I think this is, you, this is very clearly the season where... You know, in as much as Venture Brothers did, this is where Venture Brothers blew up and be like half the quotes are from this fucking season that I that I know from yeah. half the big references. Yeah, this feels like kind of the Venture Brothers even if it, even if it's not my personal favorite. Well, yeah, because it, it hits the perfect balance of being like it's not you know kind of flighty and weightless like some like you know good parts of season one were. But it's also not like as invested in it. It's like it's it's unburdened by the lore enough to like be mo- still mostly a comedy and not kind of you know like a like a part comedy part sitcom. Like it kind of gets in later seasons. I will say mm-hmm. this is a full jump into serialization. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it, in the same well, in the same way that I think you know point of reference the the south park season with like lord was where it's like there, there's not a whole lot of like you know it's not like full story arcs but they definitely like call back to things that happened previously yeah. and, and yes. everything's building on everything yeah no definitely uh so yeah this season is really good um oh I spencer don't... actually before we get into it um what did you watch this on uh i watched this on hulu Okay, we should have warned you. Uh, Hulu does not actually have Escape to the House of Mummies Part 1, so that might have been a bit confusing. <laughs> Sorry about that. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I was so confused. Yeah. No, but this was, this was just a really, there wasn't like a huge pivot from Season 1 to Season 2. It just like takes what worked about Season 1, builds on it, ditches all the stuff that doesn't work, and it's just better TV all around. It's It's one of those things that's good in a way that, at least for me, isn't very interesting to talk about because they've just like, already yeah, got funnier than we are and yeah, better at making tv than we are talking about it yeah, yeah no they're you know really what good at what they do the immediate like because obviously we're gonna do a lightning round of this but you know what is like the immediate obvious change this season the animation doesn't look like ass yeah well yes yes that's a good point spencer you're that is very true this looks all, like it still has that clearly like i think it's still hand-drawn like season one which uh season three i think they moved to digital uh, but it looks so much more fluid and better. Yeah, oh my god. But what I was going to say was, fucking 21 and 24 are, are like, they're main characters now this season. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Which I'm sure you're happy about, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I yeah. fucking love Gary. So, you know. Yeah. And dude, the, 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 the oh, why my man likes Gary. Andy, we kind of are 21 and 24 to some extent, like. Yeah. That's kind but of you're our also friendship. the monarch. To yeah, I'm also the monarch, but like our friendship is very yeah. 21 and 24. I think I'm girl Hitler. Yeah, you are girl Hitler. That's you. <laughs> also, fucking the opening of episode two, where they're getting suited up, man. That's, there's a that's the another thing this season. There's so many great openings of like before the 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 credits, yeah. the, the the intro, just 
Like, there's that. There's obviously Escape to the Mummies Part 2. My Arguably one of the best openings to any TV episode of all time, Episode 10. That's where they, the monarch raids the office. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's, like, jerking soft. off on the stuff or whatever? Or am I thinking of something totally No, he's different? breaking into the office like he's gonna do. And it's like, oh, this isn't this isn't Rusty. This is your accountant. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I'm thinking of another one. Sorry, I watched this a week ago. And yeah, so no, that's Some fair. of this stuff is kind of... The, it, it's yeah. just, man, this, this season is fucking firing on all cylinders. They really, like, flesh out the world, too, just generally. Like, they introduce all these new side characters and... Yeah, and they build on the ones that they already had introduced. Yeah, and they, they wisely yeah. kind of dial back on some of the ones that aren't as good like i feel like in season one they expected baron von underbite to be like oh the, yeah they expected yeah. him to be like the main antagonist of the show and then immediately yeah. they realized that the monarch oh, no one likes him the yeah. monarch was way funnier as was uh what is it phantom limb underbite does get a little bit more play in later seasons but he's for all intents and purposes he's um, an also ran he's like he's like a he's like a villain who they throw in if they need to pad out the the legacy villain. That and also yeah. Love Bites is like his big send-off, kind of. His, yeah. his last final chance. Yeah. Um, Which is, it's, so, you know what? It's not a bad episode. Yeah, it's pretty decent. No. Yeah. No, there's there's Tiger Bomb. No, that was in that was in season one. Tiger Bomb sucked. Uh, oh, okay. There's, uh, no, that's the one, that Love Bites is the one where, uh, where Dean becomes the child bride. Yeah. Yes, and the bat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hank's by the Hank's Batman obsession, it does not go away anytime soon. That's it tight. Is. That's great. Man, this is a boring show to talk about. I'm sorry for making us do this. Yeah, no, I mean it's just like, like what else can we say besides like damn, this shit rocks. This is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's it's pretty fucking phenomenal. Andy, you said you had a lot you wanted to say. So, <laughs> so this is gonna be an Andy episode. In the lightning round, obviously, you know, there there's more But like I think like, everyone... Like, season one, there was kind of a stiffness. There was some characters didn't sound right. Immediately, this is kind of, like... And, and and one of the things about Venture Brothers is that we're still, like... Every season kind of does have a different status quo and is rotating the roles and relationships of characters and, and, you know, where they are and where they're at. And season two hasn't quite that. But in terms of, like, everyone is exactly, like, who I want them to be this season, finally, and who, like... The characters that I truly love, they, 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 like, they understand Brock, they understand Hank and Dean a lot more, like, 21 and 24, obviously, but they're also, like, introducing big side, like, it's so weird that we got a ton of Orpheus stuff in season one, but barely any, uh, yeah. Jefferson Twilight and the, the Alchemist even in season one? Like, I don't it's think weird. so. I thought they were in once, maybe not. Yeah, no, it's, it's, that's, that's the thing is, this is, this is a, like, we are, we are fully at, like, Venture Brothers, like, proper. Um, yeah. and, and you can, you can really we're finally feel like, getting stuff just... about the guild, even, too. Yeah. yeah. We're learning yeah, more yeah. about OSI besides just that it's, like, generic. Fucking Bowie! Fucking Bowie! Bowie. Yeah. By the way, we'll, we'll get into it, I think, when we get to those episodes, but Spencer, just, like, just Pat, like, what was your, what was your reaction to Bowie? Cool. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I knew it was coming. I wasn't. I honestly wasn't that like. I think you guys yeah. were expecting me to go a little bit more ape shit than I would have. Even love if David I, Bowie, He's I do love guy. David Bowie. I David Bowie is very cool. I think I am just very used to him showing up and shit. Even though this isn't the actual David Bowie. 
But I, I could see you walking around next time we meet up, you just fucking looking at me and going, make way for the homo superior. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, yeah did, I mean, Spencer is a pretty superior homo, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, no. Was uh, David Bo... Was David Bowie the thing you wanted to talk about with me for years, Andy? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. I said that I in the last wait. one. Yeah. Okay. yeah, no, that is the thing. The thing I wanted you to as soon as this season one was, oh shit, he's gonna, he's gonna get to fight. No. no, like yeah, I also thought you would think it was like charming that like the big bat, like the the you know the great power in their universe is just David Bowie. I thought you would think that was cool. I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah. I mean, but like it's cool. I think you just like you expected me to start like jumping. Yeah. Like, yeah. Angie, I fucking, did. Angie fucking told me, and you know what my reaction was? Oh, that's cool. And then I moved on. That's not fun at all. Uh, well, also, Iggy Pop and fucking Cluster in here. Yeah. <laughs> Iggy Pop is in here, and he's doing his fucking uh, Iggy Pop thing. I love the story where one of the David Bowie songs is. He thought uh he thought Iggy Pop was getting eaten by a TV and wrote a song about it. <laughs> yeah, he was on so much fucking coke in the 70s. Like he has like years that he just blacked out, but one of them was he like they were he was watching TV with Iggy Pop and he thought the TV was eating him. <laughs> and then he wrote a was song he, like, about that. Was he even near the TV or he just like I think they were probably watching TV together. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just like just the idea a... like Iggy Pop is like halfway across the room and he's like his brain is just like folding the re- like it's like a mad t- or a mad magazine like back cover where it's just like folding it like come on how close can we get Iggy to the TV <laughs> yeah no, that whole that whole era of him was so cool he was like 24-7 blackout and he was just in interviews going like yeah I love Hitler I think Hitler is yeah. badass oh that was the Thin White Duke yeah <laughs> yeah Thin White Duke yeah, era yeah. was when he was like just blasted on coke and then like I, when I people- love Hitler <laughs> I hate TVs <laughs> eight TVs eight TVs eight my wife love <laughs> Hitler love black woman <laughs> love girl Hitler <laughs> <laughs> yeah no love Mick Jagger yeah they ain't fucked Miss, Miss Iggy Pop <laughs> alright rest in peace to my friend Iggy Pop I wonder, if, TV. I wonder if he just thought like Mick Jagger was his wife when they were fucking. Like he was just like, "Yeah, you're you're it's Angie Bowie right here." <laughs> they just fuck fuck. It's like, Hold "Damn, on. you're a little bit more wrinkly than usual." David Bowie's was married to someone named Angie. Yes. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, no. I, was, I yeah. had the same thing, but I was going to let that yeah. pass, but yeah. That's all. Fucking goddamn <laughs> like, it. When, I know that- I don't know what you are planning on saying. You cannot convince us that was not intentional on your part. <laughs> yeah, no. Come on. I don't even think. I think it. when I first Come started. Uh, uh, no, when I first started dating Angie, I was a very big Bowie fan. I was about to like see if I could line yeah. up the timelines there. No, but... no, no. Yeah, no. But when I met you Angie. Have, you, you could have a text from when you first started dating Angie that said, who is David Bowie? I don't know who that is. I would, I would believe you went into your phone and doctored it. there is nothing you can tell me that will change my mind on this yeah no and you know what david you know what also the first instrument david bowie learned was saxophone (laughs) of course yeah of course i hate you i do 
Oh, I'm having Truly so much fun. my life is worse with you in it. <laughs> I hope someday you are in a musical produced by George Lucas at least. Yeah. yeah I, I wanna I wanna go on his like only milk and berries diet while he's on cocaine and just be like, yeah. I love Hitler. I love Hitler. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that sounds tasty. Yeah. No. Love to go on a berry he made some, he made some good fucking music while he was fucking coked out, yeah. so you know what? Was, was, was he the inspiration for the berries and cream kid from the Skittles commercial? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Like, like they, they have a, a Skittles commercial that they never aired with the berries and cream kid was like, by the way, I love Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> Hitler's my favorite. Bye, Skittles. Uh- Talking about about this season overall, like it's it's pretty standard, it's pretty solid. The only characters from season one who like are still big players in the show overall, but I feel like get almost nothing to do with this season for the most part is there's not a lot of Pete and Billy stuff. Yeah, they they have the one in um Escape to the House of Mummies, but not- and kind of in um the Dean's dream sequence in the season finale. Yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah. but but they don't they don't but that's only that's not technically them, actually. them yeah yeah and and again they they don't get which we get Billy's um flashback episode next season that's one of the best that's episodes a great one. of the show yeah yeah no so I'm I'm looking forward to that Billy Quizboy so, so is such a fun like okay here you have like, like an encyclopedic knowledge of this stuff does uh Saint Cloud come in season three or season four uh he's I think a background character he was he a background like, character season. in season one. He was yes, on. He was yes. in Tag Silhouette. I, I think. Like, I as think, a character. I, I, I think he might not be till season five. Really? I know he's not season three. He might be season four, but I, yeah. I don't think he's. Yeah, one because be once two. they bring in Saint Cloud, Billy, Pete, Saint Cloud might be like my favorite relationship on the show. It's really good. Yeah. They're a really good trio. Yeah. So uh, this is a this is a banger season. I actually have a few uh, episodes I didn't like that much that we'll get into the back half. But like, yeah, they are just doing good work, man. It's like they're it's just insane. Fucking, they're great. Like they're very funny. They're great at making like like they they have a very consistent like ethos and like aesthetic idea of like what what they want the show to be. So it, like it never like it it doesn't feel shaky a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, they're just very and they're very fucking funny. The performances are great. I mean, Warburton's this is funnier great. than I expected. Fucking, yeah. When uh, when the boys died at the end of season one, I thought this uh, the season was going to be a bit more serious. But no, it is no, pretty, no, it's no, pretty fuck funny. You, they're clones. Yeah, none no. of the shit matters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, they just do a really good job. I will say, there's nothing quite as fucking purely inspired from a comedic standpoint is the fucking testicular torsion shit from the yeah. first season but like that's that's a once in a lifetime like brilliant idea that's like one of those things it's just like how the fuck did no one think of this beforehand but they, they're really fucking solid and consistent this season and they make like they do really fun and compelling stories with this uh with this show it's i don't yeah. know it's just yeah it's great oh you know what i'm gonna ask ask a stupid question uh, Spencer, if, if, if you get, you know, when you and Angie's wedding happens, who do you think is going to be the, your super villain enemy, arch enemy that crashes it? Me, Ty. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> what the fuck is that Man. Yeah, I know. For yeah, some no, reason, Ty. I thought it would be like one of the, the many people Spencer has petty feuds on on Twitter had been. No, no, Ty's no, correct. No, Ty. Yeah. No, those people, those people are like lesser, lesser villains. Ty is like my arch enemy. So yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Ty, uh, no. If, I'd be disappointed tab, if it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be disappointed if it was some 
was some fucking Twitter guy that I hate and not fucking Ty wearing a yeah, costume. Yeah, not your best friend, yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's no. actually a good one, because we're not actually going to talk about the show itself until we do the lightning round. Um, if you were in the world of Venture Brothers, what would, like, your whole theme be? And what would your name be? Uh, I mean... Uh, I would be really in. It looks like I'd be really into butterflies, based on <laughs> based on what I've seen so far. That seems like what uh what my big deal is. What about you two? I think I would probably like I would dress up like a wizard, and that, like my weapon would be like like you know like how how uh Green Arrow has like you know arrows that can do like different shit. Mm-hmm. Or like uh, or Batman has like batterings that can do different shit. Yeah. Mine would be like that, but like dice, and that would so advice, I'm like, gonna different shit. I'm gonna lean into the the nerd podcaster angle, but I'm gonna be doing like like be a super villain who does like like riddles, not like saw like torture stuff, but like whimsical <laughs> '60s Batman shit just over the radio. Riddles. I was about to say, so I thought he was gonna say a super villain who does riffs. I was like, oh, that would be yeah. real scary. <laughs> no, I'm just no, trying to but... think how a super villain who does riddles would work. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> like, like he, like he, like he, like asks people riddles, and then does he have like superpowers? Nah, nah, I don't think so. You know how? Okay. So you know how uh, Orpheus, like, what? What does he like look like? Like, does he just like wear a shirt that says riddle on it? He likes question marks. It's called think. the questionnaire. His... That doesn't make sense. Question yeah. like, riddles are like I would say like two like. Two to two to one. You know what? Oh, I have a perfect name. I uh, I, yeah. I should I have a perfect name for Andy's character, the wizard what? who always tells lies. That would be the perfect well, no, name. I, He's not a wizard, so, though. So I'm obviously doing like a loser riff on that. Yeah, thing, but also, <laughs> He's not a wizard, though. All, but also, Spencer, I know you haven't seen the the Batman yet. It's so funny that that movie writes both Batman and Riddler as explicitly. Oh autistic. shit! There's already a guy who does riddles. <laughs> yeah. No. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, I, the thing is, I was doing a podcaster bit. Like, I, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's more, is that I would do this shit over podcast because, and, and I'd just be like Gary in the room. That's, that's the thing oh, okay. you can see. Okay. That I was going for. Anyway, oh, here, can I change mine, actually? What? So I think, sure. like, because I do, because I like, you know, I do, I do like stand up and a bit, so whatever. So uh, I, I think, actually, like, now if I were to become a villain. Oh, I know what you're going to do. Like, Fuck my, you. my thing would be, like, I'd be like a fucked up clown. <laughs> like maybe like i would I mean, yeah, like on. i would wear like a lot of like face paint or something i, I say one, <laughs> word, I say one fucking word and now it's, it's oh spencer I, I have a good one for spencer because you're kind of like uh you're kind of like wanky let me know when you want to like, do like, the like toe-headed or whatever you know yeah. so what if what if you were like what if you like scarecrow themed mm. yeah what would i be called the, would I be called the bird stopper? Yeah, you'd be you'd be called the the perch. Uh, yeah, you'd be that'd called, be sick. You'd be called perch. who looks like a guy. And would you be called uh, angry clown? Called, would that be your no, name? I would be called fucked up clown. That'd be my name. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know. Okay. You know how. Uh, you know how. Whenever Orpheus is talking, he's got that little wah, wah, yeah. that it says. Yeah. I'm imagining whatever Andy's character does it, except you hear rolling around at the speed of sound. <laughs> Ah, uh, glad yeah. I came back in. Just it's the just right like the time. battle music from Pokemon Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got the fucking trumpets playing. Can we go into the lightning round already? You know what they'd fucking play for uh for Ty? <laughs> they'd play No Surprises. Just 
<laughs> faintly in the background. Yeah. I think, like, for me, it would be just, like, kind of squishing noises, and that'd be my thing. <laughs> Alright. Uh, okay. Can we, can we do the lightning yes, round? Yes, we can do the lightning round. Powerless in the face of death. Uh, this is a great twist. Yeah. It's a uh, great little... Especially because fucking... it starts with, like, you think that, like, you know, Dr. Venture's going to find himself, and it's like, no, he's just going to, like, the Electric Sun Festival and just doing Molly. Yeah. No, I also I also do like how they have the fake-out opening where they just write the boys out of the opening. Yeah. How do you, um, how do you feel about the Monarch cellmates? I mean, the gorilla guy's the only one who's, like... Yeah, King Gorilla's kind of a kid. funny enough. He shows uh, up yeah. one or two more times, you know. Once they get him out of prison, he he, he gets a lot more fun, though. Oh, so, yeah. Like, it's, a, yeah. it's definitely one of the weaker threads in the I, I, do. I think they spend the perfect amount of time with Monarch in prison. In fact, I wish they had, like, not done it as much in season one. Like, I wish they had gone straight from the trial to this or whatever. I, I also, uh, I, I want to say I do, like, the montage itself is fantastic. It's yeah, just, of just him like running away from Ra. Both, yeah. both the gas leak joke and the mustaches. Those are. Oh, oh, you mean the death montage? Yeah. Yes, yes. The the fifteen times. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think in the book they're like, we wish we had like come up with more very deaths or whatever. But I like how many of them, how many of them are just like really mundane, like smoking a cigarette and like tripping, <laughs> like, throwing Hank, up, Hank up jumping yeah. off the roof. Yeah. I, I kind of like that because it's like they're not even dying on adventures. Like they're just dying doing stupid shit like in their backyard. They should have done that in uh, Manchester by the sea. Yeah. <laughs> he just should have had some clone kids in the tank. Yeah, Ralphie from The Sopranos should have had a clone <laughs> kid. Um, yeah, no, good episode. Hate floats. Um, oh, we got to spend more time on episodes. Are you kidding me? Okay. Uh, uh, I mean, I, the, the conceit of the conceit of fucking Orpheus, like pretending, like having to hide his possible daughter's possible boyfriend. I don't know what their I forget what their status is over this series, but hiding that from Triana is funny, and just just the way that that Rusty's still fucking like up until the last second, just lying to his face about them being alive is 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 pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, Orpheus having to do, like, the fake resurrection is good. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's very funny just, like, how much disdain Rusty looks at magic with. Yes. Where he's just like, where he's like oh, you're a necromancer. Yeah, I revi- I've brought them back to life, like, 20 times. Like, what the fuck is, yeah, what are you talking about? And we see that again in uh, Escape to the House of Mummies, but it's it's a very funny through line where he's like, 
No, man, I have like I have like a trink ray and like a death laser. Like I don't need spells. <laughs> yeah. Like go go fuck yourself, old man. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you think we've said enough about this episode since I don't have any anything else yeah, to really no, say about it? I'm good. I'm good. Well my my worry is that this is every episode. Well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to well, it. Yeah. Hate floats. Uh so this is the one um So so this is so first off we've got yeah, we've got uh fucking the, the gang gets back together. Yeah, the part of this episode that I was not a fan of was the hilarious bit of getting uh Oh, the inner getting, city. Yeah, the inner city guys. I mean Yeah. That just feels like yeah, this was definitely made in two thousand six. Well no, and see the so the joke is like because you know a lot of his henchmen are like nerds. Yeah. But what if they were poor? <laughs> what if they were black? Yeah. That would be hilarious. Yeah, what if they were poor and Latino? Yeah, that wouldn't that be hilarious? Not their uh not their strong although it does pay off very well at the end. <laughs> when they they have like the big like fight and then it cuts to credits. They're really good at finding like the right abrupt play. Like we said this last episode. Yeah, we touched on that last time. They're, but, they're yeah, still they're so good at, good at it. Yeah. yeah. They they know that you don't have to resolve everything. Well, because they're I think they're comedians more than anything, and like that like they, they just have like that ingrained sense of like timing, like what would be the funniest moment to stop this on. Mm. Yeah. And and they are they don't feel like any, you know, compulsion to like wrap shit up because they like yeah it's like not like a serialized thing like we're not serious about like the continuity at this point yeah so i do love the running thread of uh the monarch trying to win back dr girlfriend this season just them just them having like very quotidian like domestic disputes yeah yeah they just have like a cute relationship yeah (laughs) just a very normal like couple that argues sometimes relationship yeah, it's like a couple that's been dating for like seven, eight years. I will say, like, yeah. I will say, it was funnier in the first season when no one fucking mentioned her voice whatsoever. Like it just was like yeah. kind of unremarked upon. They kind of make it like a like a, a running thing. family guy ish yeah, thing like, this oh, season. Did you smoke a lot of cigarettes? And it's are like, you a man? It's what? like no, it's fun- yeah, it's like okay. It's funnier when it's just like a non sequitur. It's just like. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just, you, like you live in a world where it's like there's a guy who dresses like a butterfly every day. So, <laughs> yeah. so like, we, we can. There's weirder shit going on. Yeah, there, yeah, this is a world where it's like there's a guy walking around who doesn't have arms or oh, legs. Oh, by the way, I found out the reason why uh, they, they they went with that voice for her. Other than why? it's just funny. Apparently, in the '60s, in like scandalous tabloids and stuff, they made fun of Jackie Kennedy for having too deep of a voice. So they were like, "What if oh, we just double down okay. on that?" And to be Jackie fair, that is Kennedy. Her, yeah. Yeah. She, her voice isn't that deep. Yeah, her voice was like, that's I a, think that I... Like, it's it's a, like, normal yeah. southern woman voice. Don't you... That's that's what I, I read on... No, I know. What the... Yeah, we're just commenting on... What the fuck? We're, 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 not, we're not getting mad at you. We're getting mad at people from the 60s. Which, yes, that is a very reasonable thing to get mad at. Like, yeah, that's really... Like, ma- why would you make up something to get mad at Jackie O for instead of, like, the very real shit that's there, like, being married to a <laughs> or... Yeah, or, like, you know... <laughs> She yeah. clearly wasn't hitting it well enough because he was he was getting strange elsewhere. She was clearly yeah. not throwing it back well enough. Yeah, why did they not like go after Jackie O for not throwing good pussy? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just imagining like a breaker, breaker, uh fresh from the press. Jackie pussy's pu- Jackie Kennedy's pussy yeah. is whack. It is whack. I repeat, whack. It's it's funny like when you read about how much pain JFK was in all the time and then think like but even, like, you know, even he's, like, you know, he's taking Vicodin, like, seven times a day to, like, stay on his feet. But he still found a way to fuck every woman in America. Every single woman. Like, imagine how much 
pain he must have been in when he was like just getting his nut off with like some secretary. Yeah, like the uh, imagine the level. It couldn't have yeah. felt good. Like he must have had like the no. worst pelvic floor issues in the world. Like when he. But yeah, it's it's. It's like he's, like, compelled by a warlock's curse. (laughs) And meanwhile, like, he he isn't even that good-looking. He looks, like, you know, very puffy. No, he looks... Well, see, see... Yeah, he's, like, like nothing on his body is is symmetrical. This this is a thing that I've realized in politics. He looks like... Do you ever play that game where it's, like, you fold a piece of paper and then one person draws, like, half of a body on one side and then one person draws the other half on the other side? He looks like a guess-who character. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the the thing is that that, that like he looks like a, he looks like like a puppet. And yeah. and this and this applies historically. The like any time you have a president under fifty, that they're just hot. That's just that's just how the press always. He's not hot. I know, yeah, but that's not. how the press treats it. I'm not saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but it's okay. it's still funny. It's like yeah, I'm going to have sex with like, like, like the most thing, like, Obama beautiful. Obama was hot. Like, yeah, oh, he like was. An attractive guy. Like, you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But people also thought Teddy Roosevelt was attractive in like 1910 or whatever. So you know, he was more attractive than JFK. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely had. JFK more... was a fucking monster. He had fuck. He had more swag than JFK. JFK looked like puffy, and he looked like he'd been stung by a bee. JFK like... had all of the worst qualities of inbreeding. <laughs> yeah, he was. Like he looks like one of those pugs who can't breathe through its nose. So, <laughs> so, and meanwhile, like. Fucking Marilyn Monroe and like all of the hottest women in the world were like, I need him. I need him to nut inside me and have him scream in yeah. pain. Like it was weird for like f- like forty years there, like in the golden age of America, you know, or of American hegemony, you know, like like I'm gonna say from like the end of like FDR to maybe like Carter, the hottest thing you could be is just like a guy with a Lego for a head. <laughs> so also. um I think assassinating 9-11, like, the B-plot in it is pretty solid, but the ending of this episode is such a lame introduction to one of the best characters in, in the show overall. Hunter? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is a, like, this is... Well, because I, I don't think they had, like, a whole idea of what they wanted to do true, with him. True, true. By this point, maybe. Yeah, this is definitely her, looking sorry. at being retroactive, considering that they're very important later on, especially by season four. Yeah. Um, mm. Can we, can we, like, can we be respectful... When we're talking about hunter gatherers, like can we we can we use Giger? Like <laughs> use a neo pronouns for hunter. They detransition. Yeah. Can we use, can fine. we use face elf? Yeah. Uh, oh, I will say though the the B plot of just Molotov having to deal with the fucking venture family is very funny. I love the I, fucking. I, apo- I wish they had done more with it. The the apocalypse now parody at the end fucking killed me. <laughs> <laughs> the part where fucking yeah. the part where uh, I believe Dean walks in and is like. No, Hank walks in and he's like, "Father, I want to kill you." Yeah. <laughs> Mother, just like right, like right, like the song, and they have like the double fucking slaughter at the end. It's so funny. The 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 like pop culture references this season. They do a really good job of like weaving them in the same way classic Simpsons did. Like the same episode, they have the fucking Chinatown. Like she's my she's my mother and my father or whatever. Yeah, but see, my thing with this Nanny is like. I really like the relationship that, like, Cocktease has to the Venture family, but it's one of those things where it's, like, by virtue of being on the Venture compound, like, they don't do anything super interesting, which, yeah. which I wish was, Yeah, like, it is kind of a I, I, I think they probably could have pulled more comedy out of, like, you know, more varied set pieces and, with that, and it's not like, like Brock yeah. doing James Bond stuff, like, even before you get to the dumb ending. It's not like Brock doing James Bond stuff has any, like particularly great jokes in it either yeah 
I guess like they were at a point where it's like because they're still trying to establish like what the guild and OSI are, and they thought it was going to be more like you know, oh like like an oh, like kind of what they did with uh, Underbite, where it's like oh this is just going to be like these tropes, but like taken up you know a level where it's like you know instead of like riding a submarine to a base, he like you know he rides an airplane to a submarine and then gets in the torpedo and then fights a crocodile, you know, and they're like. And, and I kind of see the joke there, but I think it, I think it gets a lot better when like they they go the more like OSI and Sphinx or like GI Joe route. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think there's more they, they, to they, pull they, out of like. They plan. Yeah, it, it works out better. Escape to the House of Mummies Part Two. Fucking, I don't. Right. What, this, not, this is the closest I think they get to the testicular torsion episode. In terms yeah, of not. Like, I, I definitely like high concept structure. Definitely jokes. not the best yeah. episode of the season for me, but but arguably no. the funniest. I think so. I love Caligula. <laughs> <laughs> throughout <laughs> yeah i i really i think there's something like really charming about like how many jokes doc hammer wanted to put in about edgar Allan poe and they're all just like damn this dude's head is huge yeah no it's great <laughs> like nothing about like his actual like output or like his his you know historical standing it's just like damn look at this guy's noggin <laughs> like, i think that's really cute i yeah. think uh yeah. the, the interaction in the in the montage beginning of give me the hand of osiris give me head oh you did not just say that <laughs> and then this is like their best like unresolved ending where they just have like everyone creating clones of themselves and time loops stacking up and they just don't solve it at all yeah yeah no this is a it's great i love it i, w- I wish they had done more with the perfect man yeah. that was a funny concept can <laughs> like, we keep a pop? Really, like the, the only joke that they have is just like dean riding the perfect man and that's yeah. also oh just- boy can we keep him pop yeah. Looking rusty, just breaking into fucking um, the the trailer. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. And that was, I think, one of the, like the fun, like early bits of the continuity that they're seeding in is like, oh yeah, remember last season when he sold the shrink ray to Pete and Billy? Like, oh, if you caught that, like, cause, you know, they're fucking nerds, so it's like it's one of those things. Where it's like if you caught that, you know, reference last season, now you get a little joke. It's like the Marvel end scene or whatever. Or, like, you know, when they, like, bring in, like, Black Panther into, like, Star Woman to the re- the Revenge or whatever. I don't know. Does that make any sense? My Sure. Do uh, you remember in Tag Sailor when Pete and Billy bought the shrink ray? I think so, yeah. So, it, yeah, they're just, like, it's, like, a little callback where it's, like, you don't need that to, you know, enjoy the episode. But it's, like, it's, it's nice. the same thing that Marvel does where it's, like, winking at the audience. Except, yeah. like, less annoying because Venture Brothers is, like good yeah but you know yeah 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 no this is just a fantastic episode so good yeah just the concept of like yeah there was another episode that like it would explain all of this but we just didn't make it is is the i think the closest they get to the you know oh having to stop the episode mid-track because like his ball spun around (laughs) you know yeah 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 uh 20 years to midnight ignore me (laughs) ignore me you gotta apply the effect all of this i will all of this fucking season just the repeated ignore me is so funny that ignore me yeah ignore me is so funny that uh i think doc hammer was like yeah people say that to me on the street so much that i like don't i hate it because <laughs> <laughs> that is the thing yeah. that people would throw back at you from this show yeah. also the fucking well, easy. the, the yeah. fucking uh like him just getting shot at the end <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Really fucking great episode. I don't know, man. Just oh, well, we need to also talk about the return of Impossible. Man, she's such a piece yeah. of shit. Is it, this is still Colbert, right? Yes. Yes. No. no. It, oh, it is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's it still was Colbert. Before, yeah. 
Let me look up the episode credits, but I'm pretty sure it's still Colbert in this. I think this is his last uh, appearance of... Yeah. Uh, it's a shame that they had to stop having him. Yeah, no, the, really the replacement they get is good, though, but yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, I think it's like public does it for a bit, and then it's Bill Hader, I want to say. Bill Hader. Sorry, were you keeping pull. that a secret? Uh, no, no, I, I, I forget who they were that, that did it, that's why I'm... Uh, I think I think I'm right. No, it's just very funny. I like you know pairing up characters that they hadn't paired up before. We haven't mentioned, fun, it, uh, and no, the, just, the alien is one of the funnier like one-off characters they've ever. Made. Yes, yes. Also, we're kind of also not talking about the, a big character in this season that we have barely talked about, uh, Jonas Junior. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He gets a lot more to do besides just like being a being. A <laughs> Which is he is he is basically like. He's doing what he kind of did in his introduction episode, but way nicer of just utterly yeah. showing up rusty. Just utterly. Yeah, and I, I think we touched on that in the in the first episode on this, but it's like, it, it's such an inspired choice to be like, not only are you like surrounded by the better shit that your dad did, but now there is literally like a guy who came out, like there is a cancerous tumor in your body that came out of you and looks like your dad and is smarter than you. And it's also very yeah. nice and polite to you. So you can't even yeah. mean to him. He's genuinely, yeah, he's genuinely like trying to have a bl- brotherly relationship with you. But he looks, he looks exactly like your dad, and he's smarter than you, and also he lived in your body for forty years. I'd hate him too. Fuck that guy. Yeah, no, I would absolutely hate. That yeah, no, guy. he's a piece of shit. He's too nice. Uh, yeah. I also I like that he that that fucking pirate captain goes to work with him. That's yeah, yeah. What what are the most normal human emotions is. If there's someone that's just you, but better in, like, pretty much every yeah. objective way, it's normal them. to hate them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's chill. Even if they're, like, not you. Even if it's, just, if it's just, like, someone who's better at you at, like, something that you wish you were better at. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. No, Get 100%. out of here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we gotta keep moving. Uh, Victor Echo November. I think this one might be my favorite of the this season. This one's pretty good. <laughs> this I mean, one's so I mean, the, good. The, the joke of character trying to show up their ex-girlfriend by hiring a prostitute i've seen a thousand times just watching on stuff for this podcast but it is really yeah. funny seeing the monarch do that because it's yeah. the monarch it's not just like a just like a shitty guy it's like a guy who just like a butterfly and goes on like speeches also yeah. fucking hank like his balls on fire yeah <laughs> the 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 brock going from stall to stall scene is oh that's <laughs> That might be the best yeah. joke this season. Just, just structurally, this episode is so good. Just having all yeah. of these different threads that converge on each other. Like, god damn, man. This is like, you can teach a yeah. fucking class on TV writing using like, and it, this episode. And it episode. never feels like it's shoved because like they are all like interests in common. Like all the storylines have like interests in common that they're building to. So it's not like, oops, we all ended up in the same restaurant. It's like, no, there's like a causal, you know, of like reason for all of these to wind up there. Yes fantastic fucking episode just so good yeah and, um, and i will say the one thing because this is stuck in my craw for years the one thing that this episode does wrong, like literally like the one thing is that i hate the joke where um brock like goes under the stall and the monarch goes nice ass, nice ass samson i don't know it just i always that always feels like so goosebump inducing to me yeah nice ass samson <laughs> it's because you yeah. can see spencer saying i it. think it's just i think <laughs> yeah. it's just the delivery yeah Nice ass, Samson. Nice ass, Samson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All so, right. You should grow out your eyebrows like that. <laughs> I should, yeah. Should walk around dressed like that. Be... Yeah, you should dress up like a butterfly every day. <laughs> <laughs> 
I might, I would, I'd consider going as a monarch and Dr. Girlfriend for Halloween. If I could find, I, like... Legitimately, I was considering going as Dr. Girlfriend for Halloween. Uh, well, we'll probably yeah, so be in different work. cities. Sorry, yeah. We'll be in different cities, so it'll be fine. Uh, Love Bites. <laughs> this one's solid. Good yeah. use of Underbite. Uh, it's, it's sad because I think Public and Hammer, like, are not big fans of it, but, and, like... I will say the whole like Underland Liberation Front thing is kind of goofy, and I I don't like it a whole lot. But I like everything between you know Baron Underbite and Dean, and everything with like the cancer, you know, the uh, yeah, the cancer, yeah, and everything with like Venture and Hank and Brock, like trying to get through the castle. Everything without like you know Cat Clops and Girl Hitler, and everything is very funny, which is a shame. Yeah, because hmm. yeah, I, no. I think literally I think they're like like they were like oh it's like the joke is like too mean or whatever. It's like fuck you. No, it's funny. I love the uh, I love the eunuchs also. The eunuchs are great. You gotta yeah. you gotta love a good scheming eunuch. Yeah. Um, and, this reminds uh, you of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, this is a this is a solid one. It's definitely like the best use of underbite I could think of. One of my favorite jokes this season is at the beginning where where uh, Doctor Venture is just listing off like all of the group costumes that they tried to do and failed, and all of them were because Hank dressed up like that. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> like he was like yeah it's like oh you know we could have taken the best group costume if you know it wasn't star wars and batman or you know last time where it was legolas and aragorn and gimli and, and batman <laughs> yeah. and, I also love it, like, and it goes back like five years or like the bit like right after that where it's like you, you should be apologizing to brock he spent all the all, all night yeah, moving on this costume we like, could, yeah he could we could yeah it's like he didn't win best costume yeah no. <laughs> yeah uh, uh, it's a it's a funny episode. I wish I wish that like it got more love. Fallen Arches. I don't know why, but I remember not liking this one that much. I think it's pretty good. Maybe it's just because it's not like around yeah, no, adventures. I, it's too it's much rusty yeah. in the on the walking eye and him being upset yeah. with someone that he's not the source of attention. Torrent. The stuff with the prostitute feels like a little mean. I guess I don't. Yeah, know. It, feel, it feels like something that would have been like the earlier first season. Yeah, or something like a yeah. Family Guy type thing. That's a uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean the stuff with Orpheus and the like the super villain trials funny. is it's good. Very funny. But the, I oh, remember like, every time they do like they dig into like the bureaucracy of like superhero supervillain stuff. It's very funny. I, yes. I, I also. <laughs> How do you feel about twenty one and twenty four trying to strike out on their own? Uh, it, I w- like, it's the same that, joke. I wish it, had, I wish it had gone somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's, you know? it's kind of ambivalent. Just, yeah. Oh, speaking yeah. of 21 and 24, the part where the two of them are in the car together singing the planets is so funny for some reason. The part where they're just going, bump, 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 but it yeah. bump, 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 bump. That just fucking That's, uh, killed me. Is that Mars? I'm trying to, I don't yes, know. Yes, that, that is Mars. Well, but yeah. Yeah, no, I mentioned that. that- because <laughs> that I looked at that because uh, I've seen that clip and I'm like, yeah. Like, and it's one of those things where it's like, I do think at a point they kind of overlean on that. But like the whole thing of just like celebrating dorks is like, oh, oh. that's charming. Like they have a good, they have a good handle on dorks. We didn't, we didn't uh, mention it, but I, I liked the scenes with like, the therapy sections or whatever, like the the group, like the alcoholics and oh yeah, the getting past yeah yeah, and and, and, and him in twenty one yeah. meeting out of costume for the first time and just being like yeah, yeah. whoa you look like Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> look like yeah. Kevin Smith uh, and just also just like yeah I hope our get- our boss gets out soon we have nothing to do or talk about <laughs> yeah 
Uh, guess who's coming to state dinner? This one's really fun. <laughs> See, this is another one where they they hate every episode with Bud Manstrong in it. Uh, that like, I don't yeah, get. It's, it's got well, fun it's stuff. fucking hilarious. Yeah. He's a great little Manchurian candidate, and uh, I, I will say, if I have any issue with this one, it's like I I think it kind of does what like House of the Mummies was doing, but like unironically in a way where it's like you know okay, like like you're it's shoving in like three or four like different you know sci-fi you know like uh johnny quest type shenanigans and it's like the joke in house of the mummies was like how many there like there are without too much explanation this it kind of feels like more lazy than they did in that but like the joke like the joke writing itself is pretty good i also like i like, uh, like manstrong's horny mom like trying to fuck brock all the time cool old ladies baby yeah as a uh, yeah no <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a callback to the pippin episode yes but yeah. no she <laughs> she's dope also it's such an obvious joke, but they sell it so well when Lincoln gets shot in the head again. He says, yeah. not again. <laughs> the, yeah. you can, that's like the, that's the sign of really talented writers is like you can take like the most obvious setup yeah. and punchline in the world and just knock it out of the park. You could do some like Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play ass shit? But like, yeah, just yeah. construct it well enough that like it still gets a laugh. Uh, I know yes. why the cage bird kills. Maybe the best episode. Killinger is such a good fucking character. Yeah, I'm, he's I'm just built up to be a supervillain, and then he's just like a marriage counselor. Yeah, <laughs> he's married. Like, it's just like, and it's again, it's like the whole subversion of the villain thing, where it's like, what if like the most powerful villain was just like a very nice guy? Yeah, yeah. No, it's a. I fucking love this. Myra is also pretty. Fantastic. Myra's great. She comes back only once or twice, but she she's great. She's so. <laughs> nuts she she never yeah. did too much for me but like everything else about this episode is so funny that the only, like the, not, like the only... flying brock and he's like yeah oh, oh also and brock's also, like that's you know. beautiful helper what was that shell silver steve i love the argument that they have about led zeppelin that's like the first yeah. indication that brock is kind of a dork like he's like yeah, yeah i like the I like the fucking cock rock. What are you telling me? Yeah, he's a, he's, yeah. He's, he's no, it's, it's such a funny because like it would be so easy to like just make him cool like all the time. But it's like no, he's a part of this world too. He's a fucking loser. It's like like yeah, like he, in the first season, him getting like the let like the angel from the Led Zeppelin cover on his like as a tattoo. It's like yeah, he's just yeah. he's just like a dork who likes like you know seventies like nerd rock. I like I love how much like. The only people in this show who are not dorks are like active, like like if they are in the OSI guild, like fight. They're they're nerds. They're just fucking losers, and that because that's why they're part of it. I think that's such a fun conceit. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's great. I, I also think this has you know we talked a lot about how great Brock is. I think top five coolest moments is him fucking falling into the car. That's such a great like just a kid. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. I feel like Catherine the Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, H. Sean Benjamin fucking kills it in his two appearances this oh, season. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. He's he's really good. He he shows he, the master shows up a couple times. He's never a big character, but he you know he's always great. It makes it's sense. It's such a it's shame Sean. that Philip Seymour Hoffman died. <laughs> uh, Viva los. That's a that's Viva a los muertos. Uh, I don't like this one. So the A this plot one, is this whatever. is the worst one. This is the Scooby. This is the one with with Venturestein and also the, the yeah yeah and the Scooby Doo yeah. gang. I yeah. I don't like this one. The uh, Scooby Doo gang is like the hackiest thing they've done all season. It is. I don't know. It fits. I like 
Yeah, obviously it's like, what if the Scooby-Doo gang was dark? But it's like, I kind of like the work that went into like pairing up each member with like a criminal. Like I thought that was at least like it took elbow grease, you know? Uh, I don't know. Like, did you catch that? Well. Where it was like, Fred was Ted Bundy, uh, uh, Daphne was Patty Hearst, Velma was Valerie Solanus, uh, and then Shaggy and Scooby were, were uh, Son of Sam and the dog. Oh, wow. No, that's actually pretty clever. Yeah, I did not catch that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's not, they weren't just making like, damn, what if the Scooby-Doo gang was evil? Like, that, like, cause that's, I think that's what elevates this over like, you know, a lazier show where it's like, like in Family Guy would be like, geez, Lois, this is worse than the time the Scooby-Doo gang was criminal. This is worse like, than the time the Scooby-Doo gang fucked my ass. Yeah, but they're, now they're drawing on like, you know, here it's like there's actual, you know, pop culture ephemera that they're like making a joke out of. Yeah. Instead of just like, you know, like, like just yeah. shallowly. Like, and also Venturestein comes back later in kind of a fun little B-plot. It's nothing major. I, I will say a lot about Venturestein is not super no. funny. I, I, the one joke I love is when Brock like hits him with the fucking, like he beats him over the head and then they have to give him like an, like a black guy's scalp. Mm. But so it's just the entire Venturestein, they just has like a little afro. I think that's a very funny mm. little joke. I don't know. I agree. It's not like a great one. Yeah, uh, this one's my, that one's my least favorite of the season, but not my least favorite yeah. of the season. Showdown at Cremation Creek. Great finale. Banger. Great. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. So good. Perfectly weaves all of these plots together. Ends up the story really well. Just great storytelling. Really funny. Uh, they summon a, 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 a Star Wars character from a trading card. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, really it's funny. just like like what fucking like nub nub or, or whatever from from Revenge of the Return, Return of the Jedi. Jedi. No, it's yeah, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. No, that's really good. Um, just a little Korean guy who like flies the plane with Lando. The the, the references to Iggy Pop and David Bowie's careers are a little like, all right, you guys yeah. calm down. Well, that's sometimes about the show. Like, I feel like their actual like nerdness overtakes their like use of that for jokes. Yeah, where they're they're just actually like they're all like you are. They're like just they're just geeks for like Bowie and Iggy Pop and yeah. like you know that whole scene. Yeah, and so they're like, damn, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be so fun if we like make a bunch of references? It's like you're the also only one yeah. No, you don't yeah. you don't need to have him quoting his songs when he's beating people up. That's a little yeah. That's a hat on a hat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, it's already clever to have Iggy Pop be, like, his side piece, but you don't. <laughs> God, no, that, uh, yeah, that was that part I was like, mm. But, no, it's a nitpick. The rest of the episode's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, and then just Brock, like, leading the, leading, like. Murder <laughs> boys! Like, yeah, no, I just really, like, I was talking more about the joke where it's like, he's like, so what, like, can we, can we do anything? And it's like, what about those wings? It's like, and 21's like, no, they're ornamental. And then everyone starts <laughs> They just they like, they thought, they could, like they thought the wings were just like right. like paper mache for it. yeah 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 no it's a great one and also it's like kind of sweet between the monarch and doctor girlfriend it's like yeah I don't know I like that they found love no no I'm happy for them yeah and uh, I, oh yeah. you know we need to talk about Rusty being a piece of shit we need to talk about him sneaking He's... away to try and fuck Mrs. the monarch. Yeah, because he was like a piece of shit in season one. Like we agreed that they got that pretty down pat from the beginning, but he is such a bastard. Well, because his dad season. is like a, one of the things about Rusty is his dad was like a successful fucking sixties Bond esque womanizer. Yeah, he's just a yeah, and kid. Rusty's yeah. just so bad at it, just so, the worst at getting pussy that there ever was. Yeah, yeah. How many times do you think Rusty has had sex in his life? Three, clearly single digit. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, I would say like eight. Yeah. Eight? 
That yeah, mm, probably. It's a bit generous. I mean, like he has sex a couple times on the show. Like that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe like yeah, eight, but like six of that was like early twenties. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't think I think he was one of those guys who like didn't lose his virginity to like twenty four. Oh yeah, he said that, but like he had it, yeah. he had it all in like uh, quick succession, oh, okay. and then like uh, got it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> has not has been in a bit of a dry spell since. Yeah, I all think right. he gets a lot of. Can we all agree that Rusty Venture does not get a lot of pussy? Yeah, no, no pussy. No all right. pussy. Oh, all, one 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 last thing. Uh, it's it's very funny. The Doc Hammer and Jason Bo- Jackson Public. I don't think they ever figured out settled on what the thing. Doctor, oh Mrs. yeah, the they, they talk about that in the book where it's like, uh, yeah, so they just that I, never gets then, resolved. Yeah, yeah just they never do anything with it. It's very funny, honestly. Like that's better. It's, than, it's than kind of like a House of Mummies type thing. Like if it was intentional, what yeah. what did yeah. they not resolve on? Okay, so uh, the episode ends with like, uh, you know, Doctor Girlfriend being like, we we need to talk, you know, monarch, monarch, um, and then he goes, what? And that so presumably like there was some shocking. Do you not remember that? No. Did you not watch the post-credit scenes? No, I don't. Oh, you got to watch those. They're important. Yeah, and good. If you didn't watch that in Assassinanny, you wouldn't even know that Rusty or that Rusty was still alive. I mean, I assume he I, just died. Yeah. I I assume that like when uh when those inconclusive endings like oh like, oh, that means away, Spencer but... didn't realize didn't get to find out where fucking Rusty's foot was in Powerless in the Face of Death. Oh yeah, that's really good. Yeah, there's so you gotta watch the end scenes. There's so much fun. Okay, stuff I, I get you compilation. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just I generally don't like post credit scenes. I think they're stupid. But that's I fair. agree. But these these ones are actually because I think they're like, all little gags. They're nothing. Yeah, they're all little gags, and also they kind of help to like tie stuff up, which isn't like necessary. But like, yeah. If anything, yeah. I like like that they don't tie stuff up, so that might yeah. lower my opinion of the show. No, shiny. these are you'll you'll like them. Trust me. Okay. But, yeah. uh, don't worry. All right. Oh my God. Yeah. We've been going for an hour already. Yeah. What a, what a fun show. Yeah. I love this show. I'm glad we're doing this. Yeah. No, this, this was great. Uh, going back to yeah. South Park next time. Uh, yep. but we, we we're gonna have we, ourselves a time. Yeah. yeah. But we will be obviously back to do more in like two weeks or whatever. Folks, that's going to do it. Hope you all enjoyed. Usual deal. $7 tier on Patreon. You can hear us do bonus episodes with Get Cynical. And Ty and I have something super special going up. If you only want to pay $5, fuck you. But we still have a bunch of content there. Uh, An extra episode every single week. And if you want to make us fucking do shit, pay $10 and we'll take requests. And, uh, and also, I may or may not have said it earlier in the episodes, but uh, I, I, I have a donation goal on Twitch. That's yes. Yeah, Park. go watch Andy's Twitch. He does yeah. it a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Andy streams quite a lot, and uh, I'm, you know, harass him at some point on there and bring a, yeah, bring some guests. If you can on, like but... make bomb threats and like say the n word in his in his chat, that'd be very yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The, I, I, Cole says the n word enough on my channel. <laughs> <laughs> Cole says yeah. it so goddamn much. He does. It's like every third word. <laughs> he loves it. It's his yeah. middle yeah. name. Whoa! Whoa! Yo, calm down! I, I know. Jesus I, Christ, man! Yeah. Calm down. That's a little much. He's our friend. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Later. Lucky there's a
You can have your fun. Yeah. And All I right. Think I, what if you had like a, like ice powers? <laughs> you were Thank called you. Mr. Cold. You were called Freezy Boy. <laughs> <laughs> what if there was a guy who had like what if half of his su- face what if was like a, What if you're like a super strong wrestler and your name was shit that no one likes? <laughs> what if half of your face was fucked up and you were called uh Can half of face we go? Half and half. <laughs> should i go again Is this- what if you what if you and all your friends like made a court and you all we've been up doing this for 25 minutes all right come on let's go <laughs> what if you were really jacked and had a mask and you were called buff mask guy <laughs> This is uh, Andy's like, second part. I, I left again in case you haven't been able to tell. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just, you know, letting you know. Oh, also, also. Uh, Andy, thank you so much for now. putting up with this shit. Uh, sorry, I don't say it. What if you're like a poison oak theater? I, I am recording. Uh, I'm, I'm on Twitch. I have a donation what if you were a what if you were a theme themed after some feline creature? You were cat man. What if you're like a monster super villain called the Also kinda wanna get it out of the way because I I don't wanna have to just like the the flightless cold bird. And then I'll have to wait until I finish to do that. So please come by. It's clogging up my schedule. See ya. Uh, anyway, back to your regular scheduled program, I guess. Are we good? Are we good? What? Go, 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 go. We'll be fine.